It's noon here in Ventnor City, New Jersey, and Washington, D.C., and this is news that you can use from Car Edge for Friday, payday, December 15th, and uh, with your host, uh, apparently we had to wear gray today, me, Ray, and my handsome son there, Zach, so it was gray and black day, apparently. It's navy blue pops, and yes, I'm actually dressed like, I don't know, somewhat appropriately because every once in a while, Dad, we get real industry pros to join us here on the show. Let's have a warm welcome for Joe Lewis from JC Lewis. Joe, how are you? Doing good. Thank you all for having me. Well, yeah, we're, absolutely. We're, so. we're certainly glad that, that Joe uh, decided to uh, come on the show with us today. That way, um, I don't have to say as much. <laughs> <laughs> He also appropriately chose to wear great Joe from JC Lewis. Joe's the general sales manager over at JC Lewis Mazda. We wanted to get him on today with us because Joe, I don't know if you saw it. I am a self-proclaimed data nerd. When 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 it comes to data and car edge, this is what I live by. Just this morning, late last night, excuse me. New vehicle inventory surpasses 2.5 million units. 71 days supply came out from Cox Automotive. We're going to scroll down here in just a second, but Joe. On this show, we talk a lot about you know the, the industry and what's going on. And I went with the title for today's uh, today's episode. The car market has all caps. So I kind of got to yell it. Finally flipped, man. Would you agree with our assessment? We've got the the data there from Cox Automotive. What are you seeing on the ground floor at your dealership? Is inventory building back up? Are things different than they were a year ago? Help us understand the lay of the land. Yeah, you know, everything you said is true. Um, inventory is, is building back up. Um, you know, just a year ago, we probably didn't even have 20 Mazdas on the lot. And uh, as soon as they came in, they were either already sold or were going to be sold um, extremely quickly as soon as they came off the transport truck. Um, we've got 92 Mazdas in stock right now. Um, we're trending to sell about 75 to 80 total cars this month, probably about 60 or so of those are Mazda. Um, so, you know, luckily Mazda is a brand that, that still doesn't carry a large market day supply. Um, but it's, it's definitely going back to what Ray alluded to earlier, you know, the, the, the car business, the old days, the pre COVID days where we've got inventory, um, people are negotiating and we're having to put our selling shoes back on. Yeah, Joe and I had a conversation prior to actually going on the air, and I said, so from what you're describing, it sounds like, well, the car business where yeah. salespeople have to overcome objections and, and you have to give people reasons why they want to do business with you. And 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 I said to Joe, I said, I bet you for some of your salespeople, this is a brand new experience that they've never, ever had before. And Joe, your answer was? My answer was you're you're absolutely right. The guys that have only been here for the last year or two, it's their eyes are being opened and they're like, wait, they're not going to say yes right away. It's not going to be, you know, quote unquote, shooting fish in a barrel like it was for a little while. Um, so, you know, it's it's back to the old times. We've got to um, prove to people and add value as to, you know, like you were saying, why they should come see us versus mm -hmm. versus someone else. I, I want to ask a question if it's if it's okay. Oh, go for it, Pops. No, no, no. I was just going to say it's 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 a whole new world out there for some salespeople. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. So I want to ask a question to you, Joe. I mean, we just in full disclosure to everyone that joins us, we've been working with Joe over at JC Lewis for what is it? Maybe about 
I don't know, mm-hmm. 45 days, 60 days now where we've been, we have pre-negotiated pricing. We, we do all, you know, we're trying to help them out with, with moving metal. And Joe, I, I want to ask you the question, would we have done that a year ago? Like if you really, like when you really think about it, like, could we have potentially partnered a year ago when you had the 20 day supply and everything was spoken for? Or does it really make sense now because there's actually some inventory? Like let, let's be real with, with the community. Like it's kind of, I don't know, like help me understand. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a lot of places were, were stopping advertising, you know, like why, why spend that money in advertising to get people in the door when they were already coming in the door. And if you only had 10 cars available to sell and half of them were sold before they even got here, you know, there, there wasn't a really, there wasn't a big need for that. So, so back then I would say, the answer would be no, be only because instead of having 10 or 20 cars in the lot with your help, we'd have zero. Um, so, but now it makes sense because of the amount of cars on the lot and, uh, and the amount that people are shopping. Dad, we talk about this all the time. It's kind of the, you know, um, kind of, it's not, it's not a happy marriage. I, I want to say between like the OEM and, and the dealer, because the OEM isn't like what you just described, Joe, it would be great if you had like, I don't know, 40 cars at all times, like you'd be happy, you'd sell them all, you wouldn't have to spend a bunch of money on advertising, customers would probably be fine too. But the OEM, they make money when they wholesale them to you. And so dad, we talk right. about this all the time. It's like Mazda, Ford, name the brand, Stellantis, like, at the end of the day, they got to satisfy their shareholders. And so they're going to keep pumping, pumping cars out. And they don't necessarily, I don't want to put words in their mouth, but you can put the words in their mouth, dad. Like you used to have talk conversations with your factory rep. Like, don't send me more cars. I'm sure you said that to a rep. It, it, it is, it is like a forced marriage. And, and at a certain point, um, in that relationship of a forced marriage, you either learn to love each other or you learn to hate each other. And in, and in, in many cases, um, from the factory side, you learn to hate them um, because their your factory rep, Joe can attest to this, the factory rep's job is to convince a dealer when there is more inventory than is needed, to convince a dealer that he needs to help the factory out by taking extra cars that he doesn't really need or want. And if he agrees to do that, when he needs something, well, the factory rep will be there to help him. And if if he chooses not to help out, when he needs something, the factory rep's going to remember that, well, he didn't help out, and, and, and you aren't going to get it. Does, it. does it still kind of work like that, Joe? Um, it does. And what's, what's interesting really over the last year or two is, um, you know, when inventory was scarce, you know, the OEM would say, hey, we have this many of this model, this many of this model, this many, this many. And every dealership was saying, we'll take them all. Yes. Now the inventory is rising. We're getting to the point where if the incentives on a car aren't good, there's not many rebates. The special interest rates aren't good. And that car is not moving. It's moving slowly. They might say, hey, we've got 30 of this car to give you. And we might say, We'll take 10. Yes. And when enough dealerships do that and the OEM's not able to move as many cars, wholesaling as many cars to their dealers, that's when they start putting those incentives on the cars so that the dealerships will take them. I know uh, the conversation, excuse me, the conversation I had with uh, um, <clears throat> Joe Leverett. Um, I think it was Joe. It was either John or Joe. Joe. 
well, he works for Mazda and he had been a factory rep. And, and yeah, he said, you know, there were times that his bosses would beat on him to find dealers that would take the excess cars that they have. So it, it's not, it, it's not always a marriage where it's fair. Okay. Everybody has their own agenda. The dealership, Joe's job is as a steward of the dealership is to help them navigate the sales process through the year so that they can be profitable. The manufacturer's factory rep's job is to get you to take inventory you don't need because he doesn't give a damn if you're going to be profitable at the end of the year. He just needs to move those wholesale units. And and so that's where butting of heads can happen. I I, I think that would be a safe way to put it. <laughs> and then it reminds me, I'll, I'll just I'll chime in. Like, look at brands. So we'll, we'll pull it up on the screen. Cox Automotive breaks out the new car inventory by brand. And I'll zoom in on this, guys. So it's like, you're over here on the left side of that green nationwide market day supply average. If you're a Toyota dealer, Honda dealer, Lexus, you still don't have enough cars. And so it's a very, and then we talked to, to customers, like we had a customer recently come to us, Joe, and said, hey, can I get $2,000 off on this new Toyota? Because I want my OTD to be under under a certain amount. No, like probably not. Probably not because look, they only have 32 days supply of inventory versus let's zoom out a little bit here. If I'm a Jeep dealer, if I'm a Jeep dealer and I've got 128 days supply, it goes off the screen, right? And we're actually going to talk about a Jeep dealer, another Jeep dealer that's in our network that literally reached out to us yesterday and said, we have two aged units that are so aged, we're going to take Ray's advice, we're going to put them in the showroom, and also, Zach and Ray, can you do us a favor, and can you talk about them on your on your show? Because we just need to move them, right? Like, if you're a Jeep dealer, you've got 128 days supply, totally different mindset than if mm. you're, you know, that Toyota dealer. And then, you know, every, everyone in between, that's the, that's the shift in this industry. That's the flip that has happened. That chart Maybe the names all stayed in the same positions, but the magnitudes of scale were totally different a year ago. And it's awesome to get your perspective. Like you lived it. You lived it when there were only 20 cars on the lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, to add to that, um, part of the J.C. Lewis philosophy has been um, instead of holding on to cars for a super long time and trying to make all the money on them, our philosophy is to price them aggressively and move them quick. So if you go back to that graph, it shows Mazda at a hundred something um, day supply. I think it said 106, somewhere around there. Um, yep, my oldest miles, I've got two Mazdas in inventory over a hundred days old right now. Everything else is is under 90 days old. Um, that's one of them right there. Um, I've got a CX-50 and a CX-9 that are both uh, over a hundred days old, but we, we try to move our inventory super, super quickly. Um, so that they'll keep sending us cars and we can keep it moving. Can we can we talk about this this unit? Sorry, Pops, but I just want I just want to push Joe for a second. This unit, you've had it for over a hundred days. 140 days is what our data says. Maybe it's yep. off by a day or two. We've we've got this pre-negotiated car edge discount of $1,537. If I'm not mistaken, on this vehicle, that would be five hundred dollars back of invoice. I hate to put you on the spot, Joe, but it's your oldest, most aged, one of your oldest like a customer comes in and says, Joe, I'll take it, but I need another 500 off, 250 off. You know, I, I'm again, not putting you in a corner here, but like, is that one of those ones? Because we preach it. Pops, I'm pressure testing our logic every day. You know, you were in the business five years ago. Maybe it's changed, dad. Like, Joe, are you taking that deal or are you telling the customer to pound sand? 
No, that so it, it you know it depends on the offer. But if you were if you were to give me an offer on one of my two most aged units and it's reasonable, there's a really good chance I'm going to say yes. I I used to say that uh, no reasonable offer will be refused. The only problem for the customer is I get to decide what's reasonable or not. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say key keyword reasonable there. If you want that car, if you want that CX fifty for thirty grand after taxes, tag and fees, well, you might need to find a different one. But <laughs> yeah. So so do you? I love that, Dad. <laughs> well, it's true. Uh, <laughs> you know, because let's face it, the customer really has no idea what's reasonable. They have no idea what we paid for it. We um, help with that. We're definitely well, helping. Yeah, but anyway, but, but I digress. Still, I digress. You know, still, Joe can attest to this. If if they have a car that's thirty five thousand dollars, customers are thinking when you sell it, you're making ten grand. Okay. Yeah. It might be it might be five hundred dollars, so they might only be off ninety five hundred bucks. Um, you know, and and so they customers as a rule don't have a real good idea as to what's reasonable for the vehicle. Um, do you train your salespeople um, to be aware of the aged units? Uh, I mean, if a customer came in to your store and and said to one of your salespeople. What's the oldest unit you have in stock? And and maybe we can do each other a favor. I could I could agree to buy your oldest unit and you could agree to sell it for less than maybe your youngest unit. Are your salespeople trained to to actively um address that situation? They they are here. I've actually um when I ran our, our Hinesville Ford store, we had a we had a row of vehicles called discount row. And what consisted in that discount row was our five to 10 oldest cars in stock. Sure. Here, we don't have as many cars. So here I've got hang tags that say special on our two or three oldest cars. So um, other than the guy that started on Monday, they they all should know exactly <laughs> where to go. For those. And, and the guy that started on Monday, how's he doing so far? He's doing good. He, uh, they... They uh the lap his laptop was on back order. So while we we're waiting on his laptop, he was my lot porter for a day and a half. So he's he's getting to know the inventory really well. Well, good. You know, that that's an important aspect of the business. You know, yeah. when 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 I was working uh at our mini store when I worked for that group, I I realized that I had always done a relatively poor job of training salespeople. So when I hired my new salespeople towards the end of my career, what I had them do is actually sit in my office with me uh, for two weeks as I desked deals for salespeople. Yeah. And and after, after we would pencil the deal, I would say to them, okay, what did you hear? What did you see? What, what do you think would be important and why? And that way we could discuss how we would structure a deal so that when he was ready, when they were ready to go out on the floor, they actually knew what questions I was going to ask when they came in to talk to me, and they had a, a much deeper understanding as to what it actually takes to put a deal together. They were much more successful from Jump Street once they were allowed to talk to customers. Just a thought. Yeah, that's 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 pretty solid. We we do something a little bit like that, um, a little bit different, but that's that's pretty good having them kind of shadow you for a little while. Yeah, because they get the they 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 begin to pick up what's important to make a deal. 
I, I used to always sure. tell salespeople, um, you know, I'm going to ask you the same questions every time. And if you can't provide me with any of the answers to those questions, then it's then basically what you're asking me to do is is be your navigation system. And you want me to get from here to there without having any idea what there is. So the likelihood of me probably uh, uh, plugging in the right route is pretty remote. Mm-hmm. Pops, bring it back to the market flipping. Yes. Not that I'm disinterested in learning how to train salespeople. It's because it sounds oh. like maybe you'll do a uh, speaking tour around uh, the, uh, <laughs> the dealership circuit. I do want to. I do want to bring it back to you, though. I I I just wanted to hammer home on something. Like we got some validation on something that we talk about on the channel all the time, which is we preach to to our community: aged inventory, look out for it, be be um, educated it. about it, and also. The fact that as inventory grows, the market dynamics shift. And so I, I just want to like really hammer home that like that has happened. It's not just us talking about it. We see it day in and day out. And I wanted I want to acknowledge really quickly the dealer group that Joe's with. It's jclewis.com. I encourage everyone to go take a peek at their website. It feels different. It is different. Like they've done a master class job. It's not like a traditional, you know, dealer Car website. Dealer website. Like, yeah, really like one of the first things that stood out to me before we started working together was like you guys don't want to be like everyone else. And that that really means a lot to me. And so I encourage everyone to check it out. If you do end up contacting the dealership, please let them know, you know, Ray and Zach, Car Edge. And also, I want to be very clear, if you're interested in purchasing a Mazda through Car Edge and JC Lewis, please just go to CarEdge.com. And then we have the limited time offer down here. Through the end of the month, folks, we've got the $1,000 off invoice price of 2023s. $500 below invoice price on 2024s. And Car Edge is picking up the shipping in most cases to get it to your door. Okay. So please take advantage of that. It's really been incredible to see like working with Joe and actually making this happen. I want to just bring up one more time the inventory data. And I want to talk about uh, a question that just came through in the chat as well. So let me pull this back up. Joe, you mentioned it. You mentioned you used to run the, the Ford Hinesville store in your dealer group. So we've got Ford here with 105 days supply can you just share a little bit like has the have the dynamics been the same over at ford as inventory has grown or are things maybe different at ford than mazda here i'll just scroll down just a little bit there's ford right there are things similar or different over at ford you know it's it's similar and different um you know with one of the parts of why it's so different is um there's so many ford dealerships within you know one or 200 miles of us um, whereas Mazda, my closest dealership is there's, you know, a couple in Jacksonville and um, one in, you know, Columbia, South Carolina. So um, I don't have as many dealers right next to me, which is why I feel like I'm able to buck that trend on market day supply here because um, we're we're turning, I'd say, inventory every probably closer to 45 or 60 days um, here right now versus the 106. I'd say Ford. Um, is probably closer to that 105 number. We we still try to turn them way quicker than average at all of our stores. But, um, you know, Ford's an expensive product. Um, we were just talking about in a, a recent sales meeting, if you want a four-wheel drive XLT F-150 brand new, you're looking at $60,000, $65,000, um, which is, it's a lot. Um, <laughs> That's so, an understatement, Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, not too long ago, that same truck was, you know, 55 or 60. So it's, you know, prices have increased a lot. And I think the uh, consumers are feeling that. Um, 
So I, I would say that's the biggest difference in the two. Wow. Can, can I ask you a, a question about affordability? Have how has what's the difference between the way Mazda addresses affordability for your customers and how Ford addresses the affordability issue for the customers? Um, you know, like all manufacturers, the the OEM is going to say, hey, you know, we've got special interest rates of, you know, whatever they are for the month. Um, they're going to put rebates on cars. But unfortunately, most manufacturers um, aren't really going to tell you, hey, what are you selling the most of? They're going to kind of send you what they've got. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, from my perspective in Mazda, it's a lot easier to sell a select or preferred um, CX-5 that's in that $31,000, dollars $33,000 price range versus a turbo premium that's thirty-nine dollars or $40,000. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so those the, the higher dollar ones are usually always harder to move. And those are usually the ones you get stuck with at year end um, because it's it's harder to move the the eighty thousand dollar platinum truck or the sixty thousand dollar CX-90 PHEV versus the cheaper stuff. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. All right, go for it, Pops. One last question for Joe, and then we got to let him actually go back to work. It was very generous and gracious of him to, well, maybe, to join us here. Maybe, maybe he's enjoying this more than trying to put a car deal together. You know, you know, <laughs> this, this, this seems remotely like much more fun. Um, why or how do you suppose that, that Mazda's inventory has been able to build up as much as it has? And and do you, has have you gotten any indication from Mazda that they're going to continue to be somewhat aggressive with the rebates and and the subvented interest rates? Yeah, you know, I don't I don't see it slowing down. Um, I think the the push they've got on CX five for this month. Um, I'm not sure if I how much further I see that going into the new year. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, they, they literally went from. 4.9 for 60 and 5.9 for 72, all the way down to uh, zero for 60 and 1.9 for 72. So, you know, that much of a cut, I'm telling people, hey, if, you, if you're if you thinking about it, come get one before December 31st, because I wouldn't be surprised if it changed. Um, but I think other than a couple anomalies like that, I think generally they're going to keep pushing um, these incentives because no, nobody wants to pay, uh, you know, if there's no OEM subvened interest rate you're you're paying six seven percent and and there's not many people that want to do that so you, you have to have these subvened rates of zero one nine two nine three nine four nine for people to for most people to want to buy well I, may i say real quick zach that we have been at carriage big fans of mazda and the mazda vehicles um because we honestly believe they provide some of the best value for money out there and that they are a, a quality vehicle. Um, enough so that, you know, I recommended the CX-5 to my daughter and her, and her husband in January, and they bought one. So, you know, I can't screw them. Um, <laughs> or, or I shouldn't anyway. Uh, and I didn't. Uh, but but we really keep we digging really, that hole, man. Just keep going. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm hoping you throw me a lifeline, damn it. Uh, 
but the, the point is, is that you're you're very fortunate to be associated with as quality a product as as you are. That where they have maintained the affordability of that product for as long as they have. Sure, you know what I would say is um, is it's it's nice to be on the selling side of such a quality product. Um, you know, being able to tell people that, hey, we're on the top of the list in quality, we're on the top of the list in safety, we're on the top of the list on um, affordability, like you said, and bang for your buck. Um, our service department wouldn't tell you the same thing because they don't have that many cars come back <laughs> with issues. Um, so they're not they're not quite as uh, as fortunate i could say is some other brands that do have more cars come back well what um, you need is an audi franchise and that'll solve that problem uh, <laughs> <laughs> just oh, <saying. laughs> hey well joe again i just want to thank you uh, let's just take a second remind folks where they can find out about your dealership and and if you want to even just share a word about the partnership and the work we're doing together and then we'll get out of your hair we know you're incredibly busy it's the, the end of the year yeah no no I, I can't thank um zach and 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 his dad ray enough for having me on the show it's been a it's been a pleasure to to work with zach for the last couple months um, we're, we're fine tuning this thing to make it an even better experience than it is right now. So I'm super excited for all of y'all, uh, to experience that. But, um, jclewis.com is the best place to look at our inventory. You can find your Fords, your Lincolns and your Mazdas all on that site. Um, we've been in business over 110 years and we pride ourselves on not charging, uh, any addendums, any crazy dealer add-ons. There's not going to be any crazy fees on the on the buyer's order um there's no surprises uh we're straight up trying to make it super simple and hassle-free uh, joe thanks again for being here and uh yeah i'm sure i'll be talking to you this afternoon we're helping lots yep. of folks and i'm, I'm damn proud of it yep. all right joe all the best thank you thank happy you happy holidays joe that's awesome man yes it is yeah we yeah. also, I just gotta say, we look sharp today. And he was wearing the gray too. That was not intentional. We all look good. I, I had, I did really not good. get, I did not get the memo. Um, but you know, I just looked at this shirt today and I said, I believe it's a gray shirt day. I, I don't know why, but it is. And it worked well. All right, folks. Again, I just want to remind you, I'm going to pull it up on the screen. Go to caredge.com. Scroll down just a touch. Limited time offer. So Joe's dealership, JC Lewis, the one that he runs, they're the ones that we've partnered with on the special pricing for Mazdas. And again, we talked about two of his most aged units today. I'm going to show everyone how you can see his most aged units. So let's look at this. I'm going to go ahead and click on view on inventory. It'll take me here to the car search. While this is loading, what I'm actually going to do, it's a little janky, but bear with me here. I'm going to click on, well, actually, let me double check. Yeah, JC Lewis Mazda, JC Lewis Mazda. Okay, so I'm going to go to resources. I'm going to click on dealer reviews. I'm going to look for Lewis Mazda. There we go. I'm going to view the inventory. I know this is a little convoluted, gang, but stick with me. And then I'm going to sort days on market oldest. There you go. This is the the one that's been sitting there for a while. You know, some of these may have been, you know, a couple days off, but here you go. These are the ones when you reach out through us, when you talk to the folks at JC Lewis, hopefully if you don't mind work through Car Edge. These are the ones that we want to talk to talk to him and and uh, and his team about. So please, please, please folks, take advantage of the opportunity there. And I will bring up Dad, you mentioned aged inventory just the other day, okay? Yes. 
I'm going to pull this up on the screen. <laughs> Bear with me one second. This is from another one of our dealer partners. We talked about that this morning briefly. We believe in transparency through and through, and that would be huge. I'm going to move one or two of the 2023 4xEs onto the showroom floor and encourage all our sales team to make a video and post about them. Uh, here are the two big offers that he talked to, talked to management about. Dad, we're literally getting emails from our dealer partners that watch the show that hear you say, when I had aged inventory, I put it on the showroom floor. And what are they doing? They're putting it on the showroom floor. Um, you know, uh, that's because that's where it belongs. Um, because you want everybody that walks into that dealership, whether it be for sales, parts, or service, to see them. And you want to make the offer compelling enough that not only do they see it, that stops them in their damn tracks. Um, because that's your best opportunity to get rid of that aged unit. And, and, you know, Joe talked about it. They don't want to have aged units and, and he makes his sales staff aware of them so that, and at the Ford store where they have the discount row, I, I mean, these are things that you do. You, you've heard me say it a gazillion times. The whole concept of running a successful dealership is inventory management. Okay. If you're not going to manage your inventory, you're not going to be successful. And the successful dealers do that. And they're aware of what vehicles are aging and they do something about it. So Dad, again, I want to, I want to, yeah. I just want to say, so for all you naysayers out there who tell me, oh, they don't save you any money on age units. They do trust. I, I know, I know I'm a car guy. I, I was a car. I I managed the ownership. I know you don't want to believe me. I know you don't want to trust me. But they do. They'll take a loss on those aged units as long as it's a reasonable loss. If you're going to ask them to lose ten thousand uh, dollars, you know they're going to politely tell you to pound sand. You know, but if 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 you if you allow them to have a reasonable loss. They'll accept that reasonable loss and move on in life. Um, it it's it it happens every damn day. All right, Pop. So I want to pull this up. So again, one of our other dealer partners, this dealership in Oklahoma, Jim Glover. I'm going to pull it up on the screen. That was the that was the dealership yes. that responded via email. This is one of their aged units. All right, folks. I'll put the link in the description again. If you reach out to them, tell them Car Edge send you or better yet just contact them through us you can contact our team uh help at caredge.com that's $63,422 and that's with the trade you know that's the special that's the special price here's what they're really willing to do <laughs> $22,000 off of MSRP gets a lease payment down to under 500 bucks a month full disclaimer there's $16,750 in incentives there so it's still 5500 $5,250 off from yeah. the dealership, 42 monthly. Like, here's another aged unit they have a Grand Cherokee that they want to move. All right. What are they willing to do on it? They can get $19,000 off MSRP between the manufacturer incentives and the dealer discount. So it's like, folks, these are real. <laughs> a year ago, 18 months ago, we did not have dealers reaching out to us saying, all right, Car Edge guys, all right, Ray and Zach, we know you, you you bashed us when we were doing addendums, but can we work with you now? And you know what we say to the ones who were doing addendums back in the day? No, thanks. We're good. Yeah. So the folks who were playing good, okay, yeah, come on, join the club. We want, we want to help our community buy cars. That's the whole purpose of this. 
used to be that we had to teach everyone how to go to deal school to learn how to negotiate. <laughs> now the dealers are coming to us saying, okay, here's the aged unit. You want an extra yeah. 500 off? Take the car. Yeah, it's can, awesome can, to see can, It's catching on. It's catching on, Dad. Can can you help us move our, our aged inventory? And and yeah, and and you know, from 43 years of experience, the way you're gonna do that, folks, is you're gonna discount the hell out of it. <laughs> okay. That and and if you and if your thought is, well, we we don't want to discount it, we just want to sell it and make the same level of profit we do on a car that's been here 10 days. Well. I hate to disappoint you, then we're not going to be able to be the ones that are going to help you, okay? Because <clears throat> the truth of the matter is, you dig deep into your pocket, you take that loss, you move on in life, and, and you go sell a, another car to somebody else. But at least you're stopped paying interest on that car that's been sitting there for 140 days or 240 days or what, again, however many days it's been. And again, gang, it's not just us saying it, and it's not just the data that we get from Cox Automotive. It's our partners and, and those in the industry just as well. Everyone knows that the market has changed. It has entirely changed. The exceptions to the rule, look at the chart, Toyota, Honda. Those are the exceptions yeah. to the rule. Although I was just talking to Jerry yesterday, Dad. He helped a woman in our uh, one of our customers get a Honda Ridgeline at invoice. I mean, you wow. can get certain Hondas at a really, really competitive price, and then others, you know, not so much. Let's come here to the past. I, I, yeah. I don't know if you noticed my headline today, but I think it's pretty reflective of what you're talking really about. Tripping. The car market is flipping. I like that, Dad. Yeah, you're very yeah. creative. I, like I want to pull up some, some thoughtful <laughs> contributions we yes, had earlier. You, Joe. Smokey Joe, having th uh, an incredible, uh, they're having yeah. the first child. That's awesome. My single cab Ram RT has to go. Should I wait until after tax season next year or should I trade in and buy now? Thanks, fam. All right, Smokey Joe, I know this came in early in the show, but I think, wow, that rhymed. Go. Yeah. That all rhymed. Go, do yeah. it now. Do it at the end of the year, right? Yeah, that's when, that's when incentives should be the highest. Um, uh, so, yeah, I, I would think between now and January 1st, you should be able to get yourself the deal. And if you can't find a Ram dealer that's willing to work with you, um, then look outside of your your uh, area. We've because there are Ram, Ram dealers that, that will work with you. We have plenty of them in the Car Edge Network. If you search yeah. for them on the website, you'll, you'll see them there. We had from Angelo a thoughtful contribution, but don't get too excited, Dad. You don't have to dance. He had a question. Oh, okay. He said, I'm looking at buying an F-150 through my company's discount, which is X-Plan. What should I expect? You should, so I'll say, it, Angelo, you should yeah. expect to play X-Plan. There are some dealers that during the height of the pandemic might not have accepted X-Plan. They would have just told you, no, we're not accepting it. A lot of dealers are nowadays. Depending on where you are, Angelo, maybe Joe's Ford dealership could help you out. Let us know. Go search on the Car Edge website. You'll be able to get your X plan. And you then should just, be able to. Yeah. If you don't want any add-ons, say no to the add-ons. Yeah. And then we have here, Dad, from Jose. Thank you, Jose. Thank you, Jose. What's your take on Volkswagen? Currently in a 2020 uh, Accord hybrid, looking at an Atlas for the family. Any advice on leasing? Dad, what is your take on Volkswagen? I don't, I'm not particularly opinionated about Volkswagen, so I'm curious what you think. And then... Your advice on leasing, I'll find the guide on how to how to do a car lease while you're talking. Um, well, I, I will say this. Volkswagen is not as highly a recommended brand as some other brands out there, as some other German brands out there. Um, if you have been happy with your Accord um, and you've had very few problems with it, I would suggest, this is just me, I would suggest that you that you, you might want to stay with an Asian brand. Um, German brands tend not to um, 
be as reliable as the Asian brands. Now, as far as leasing is concerned, if you only want to lease it for uh, 36 months, you might find typically in December, Volkswagen has a lot of programs, lease programs to try and move their products. So you might be able to find a good lease deal on a Volkswagen. And, and that way it could be a three-year experiment and you can decide after those three years, whether or not you would want to, uh, to, to, to continue with a Volkswagen moving forward. I dropped in the chat. If you just Google search Car Edge Space Car Lease, our guide to not only the most recent and most up-to-date car lease programs, but also our guide to what a car lease even is, is right there. And I dropped the link in the chat. We've got here, Dad, from Wayne. Thank you for the contribution, Wayne. Wayne says, you talk about a reasonable loss. How far can you push a Ford dealer on a Mach-E, especially with the loss of tax credits starting on January First, I will share this conversation about reasonableness. We had a community member come in and, and, and was interested in a $70,000 MSRP Mustang Mach-E. The first part about reasonableness, what the hell is Ford doing with a $70,000 Mustang Mach-E? The second thing was he asked me, Zach, can I get an OTD under $40,000? I said, no. no. I said, no. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, there's just no chance. Like, they, there's, I, I mean, I don't know who... I don't know how far you can push a Ford dealer out of Mach-E. I'm sure there are some out there that are going to take serious losses on a lot of them. But I don't know. They might just become the service loaner fleet in perpetuity. And that yeah, might be the way that they get rid of them. It's, it, they're, they're, they're not going to take a $30,000 loss to sell it. Okay. Um, will they take a $1,000 loss, a $1,500 loss, a $2,000 loss? Well, I think it depends on how many of them are sitting on their lot. But they're not going to look at them and go, okay, we've got 70 of them. Um, uh, what's three? Let's lose 2.1 million to sell those. No, they're not going to do that. Um, that's not reasonable. Now, is the pricing reasonable to begin with? No, but that's the pricing. And, and the invoice is maybe $20 less than the MSRP. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Okay, yeah. they're one in the same. There Are there ways for them to make money selling them? Yes, there's stair-step programs from Ford. There's, there's, you know, you hit a certain percentage, we'll pay you X amount of dollars. So, yeah, you know, you, you, a lot of dealers will lose money on them. They're not going to lose 30 grand. If, if it was you, let, let me phrase it this way. If you had invested $70,000 in something, what do you think a fair return on your investment would be or should be? Oh, and are you prepared to say, I don't know, lose $30,000 of that 70000 Which, to be clear, to be clear, if no one ever buys them, they're going to take down losses. Or they're going to take losses, yeah. but that's going to end up going all the way back up to the OEM. There are different uh, mechanisms dealers can use to kind of write off uh, vehicles, i.e. service loaners that we talk about sure. from time to time. Yes. A couple more comments in the chat here, and I just want to remind everyone, it is busy season in our industry. If you're thinking about buying a car, caredge.com is the place to go. Please, please, please avail yourself of all the free and premium resources that we can provide you with and services, I should say, that we provide you with to help you buy a car. Our team is maxed out, man. We are trying to help as many folks as possible. We're really just like 
we were talking about staffing and things like that at the end of the year. It's like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, we're off. New Year's Day, we're off. Every other day, we're going to be around trying to help people maximize yeah. this opportunity here at the end of the year. And let's be very clear, there will still be deals first, second week of January. But we understand the manufacturer incentives, they're here. So let's take advantage of them. We've got from Sarah saying, I wish Joe was in Kansas City, Missouri area. I would buy a car from him. I will again reiterate. If you're interested in a Mazda, you can buy it through CarEdge. We're subsidizing shipping for a lot of folks right now. We're already starting to maybe like clamp down to just like the Southeast region uh, because we're selling a ton of them for, for, for Joe and his dealership, which is great. And the you know shipping it to California is pretty doggone expensive. <laughs> um, but no, Sarah, maybe you can. Maybe you can. Let us know and, and maybe we'll be able to help you. And then Cameron Dad wants to see how you can, how you can see how many v, uh, days a vehicle's been on a dealer's lot. So let me pull that up. Really quickly, uh, let me go here. So this is one of those vehicles that's in the dealer network. Um, that Jeep Grant, that Jeep Wrangler, that that dealership, uh, Jim Glover is trying mm -hmm. to transact, trying to sell with big discounts. Three hundred ninety-one days. So when you click on a vehicle, you don't even have to click on the vehicle. It says it right here: forty-three days, one hundred eighteen yeah. days, five days. You'll be able to see at the top now of all your searches, Car Edge Network cars. Okay, so you can see J.C. Lewis inventory up here as well, and it tells you how long it's been there: three days, three days, twenty-nine days. So it's right there. We're really proud to be able to provide that information to everyone. And then, Dad, a couple comments here from Mel to round out today's show. Mel says, I literally love you guys. I almost don't want to buy a vehicle because of how much I've hated this process. I'll miss it. We're glad you're here, Mel. And then, Dad, Mel says, Ray, I'm headed to Burge Mazda Volkswagen to complete my purchase. I'll send them your love. Or should I send them your middle finger? No middle fingers. They'll treat no, you nice. You hopefully, can, hopefully. You, um, you can yeah. send them my love. They were kind enough and gracious enough when when I closed down my my golf pro shop in Mesa, Arizona. Um, they were they were kind enough and gracious enough to employ me as a closer at that store. I stayed there for a year, um, and and I. I was always appreciative of the fact that they gave me an opportunity and I was able to use that opportunity um, to move to a, a different position, uh, a more meaningful position at a dealership, actually, literally one block up the street. Um, so, no, I, you know, Brent Burge and, and his family and his team, I, I'm, I'll always be grateful to them for having employed me and, and allowing me the opportunity to have worked there. So yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Send them my love. <laughs> um, I already seen the questions about if we'll ship to New Jersey, if we'll ship to Arizona. I think what I really got to do, Dad, is sit down and come up with like the range. And here's what we'll do for free. And then outside that range, we'll cover a certain percentage of it or a certain amount of it. Because if you're in New Jersey and you still want to buy through Car Edge, we shouldn't preclude you from that. We just, yeah. I, I literally, I, I earmarked. 20 grand in shipping costs. And like, I'm already seeing how it's going to be closer to like 50 grand. I mean, we don't have that much money sitting around. <laughs> um, so anyway, if you're interested, come to the website, you know, tell us, tell us, I want this car. I'm one of the car edge cars. And then we'll behind the scenes, we'll be able to help you out. Probably after this weekend, I'll have to walk back even more. The free free shipping nationwide. <laughs> I you can say that you, you, you can say man. that you told me so, Pops. You, no, you, no, yeah, no, okay. I, I, no, I, I won't do that to you. You live in All right, we had another contribution come in, Pops, from B. Jodrker. Excuse me for that pronunciation. Thank you for that. Should I worry about buying a customer shuttle with 2,000 miles on it? I don't think so. Um, you know, typically, dealerships that I worked in, the, the shuttle driver was typically someone who was retired. Um, so they were older, um, uh, maybe... Um, 
they had a little more wit and sense about them, um, and so that they weren't going to drive it um, like a maniac. So, you know, on a 2,000-mile customer shuttle, I mean, 2,000 miles is nothing. So, yeah, I, I unless it's been wrecked, you should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, another reminder tomorrow on the Car Edge. Ah, actually, we'll do it here on the Ray and Zach channel. We're going to be doing a fundraiser live stream. It's going to be our holiday spirit. I think even Brandon from Car Questions Answer, Answer is going to tune in. We're going to be matching donations. My dad's going to match up to $1,000 in donations from the community. I'll match $1,000 as well. And then maybe the company will, not maybe, the company will match $1,000. So we got $3,000 in match going on. So hopefully we can raise $6,000. And then maybe what we'll Minimum. do is we'll take that to to Brandon from Car Questions Answered and see if he'll match the whole thing, but I don't know. And yeah. then <laughs> and then, live on the show, we'll make our donation to Massachusetts General Hospital. That's where I lost my, my mom, my dad's wife. She passed away there six and a half, it'll be seven years in June of next year. So for us, it feels very worthy. It feels incredible. It's a way to give back to a, an institution, an organization that helped her during incredibly, and helped us, helped us during an incredibly tough time in our lives. And so tomorrow night, we'll be doing a fundraiser. We'll just be helping with car buying advice, doing the best we can, and raising money for, for charity. And I believe, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe uh, several of the car coaches are, are planning on doing a show Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern time just to review deals with people live on air um, and, and share what they've been seeing I believe Mario, uh, Justice, Ash, uh, I don't know if it's Ashley, Debbie, I think. Um, so uh, Ashley and Debbie, Mario, they'll all be on Sunday, 4 p.m. Eastern. Um, the, and these are the folks, just so you know, these are the folks that are working with customers day in, day out, all across the country. They know what the market is. They deal with, they help these people deal with dealerships every damn day. They desk more deals than the biggest dealership in America, okay? So you'll be able to have, if you have questions, what you should be looking at, what prices seem fair, Sunday would be the day to go over that with the team starting at 4 o'clock Eastern. Um, so, um, do make it a point to uh, show up there on the Car Edge channel. Awesome, Pops. All right, enjoy a happy, healthy, wholesome Friday afternoon. We'll see y'all back here tomorrow. Dad, we look sharp. We Maybe do. Maybe wear real clothes more often, man. This uh, very Yeah, but, you know, nobody knows that I'm sitting here in my boxers. I just, <laughs> just a, no, I'm, I'm not sitting here in my boxers. I don't even have boxers. Um Thank you, everybody, for being here. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow night for the uh, for our live show, and uh, and then, then again on Monday. Um, and I'll be good now, Zach. <laughs> see you guys. <laughs>